Yevamot Tafkof Gimel, the last thing we were discussing was the Anpilia, the cloth shoe. On one hand, we saw that it was kasher, and the other hand, we saw it was pasul. Uh, sometimes you're allowed to use it on, on Yom Kippur, sometimes you're not allowed to use it. What's the story with it? And we said there's a difference. If it's made of leather, it's as, it, it's Asur on Kippur and it's Mutar for Halitza. And if it's made of cloth, it's as, it's Mutar on Kippur and it's Asur for Halitza. Now, in the last Biraita that the Gemara brought down, it said, Bekava Kitea, the wooden shoe of the person who was amputated. And it sounds like it's kosher. If she took off the that wooden piece, it sounds like it's kosher. So with that, we are starting Daf Kof Gimel Amud Aleph, about six lines in, in the middle of the line, where it says Kava Kitea. It says Kava Kitea, that it's kosher, and according to the Brayta, Mani. Who is that like? Rabbi Meiri, the Tana Rabbi Meir allows a, uh, a person with his uh, amputated foot, he's allowed to walk out with that wooden leg out to Rishut Rabbim on Shabbat. Rabbi Yossi, Oser, and Rabbi Yossi is Oser. And obviously we see that according to Rabbi Meir, it is, uh, that this wooden leg is considered a shoe, and the same story would be the Gabi Halitza. The problem is, if you look at the, the rest of the, uh, the uh, Brayta, it says, Ban Shel Beged, if she uses a cloth shoe, it's the halitza is psula ata lerabanan. It goes according to rabanan, and rabanan of uh, go against Rabbi Meir, and they hold that this uh, shoe, the the shoe, the wooden uh, shoe of the of the person who's amputated foot, it's not considered a shoe like Shabbat because no one makes a shoe of wood, and therefore it's not a shoe. And the same thing would be with the cloth shoe. It's not considered a shoe because no one makes a shoe out of cloth. So on one end, the kav part goes according to Rabbi Meir, then pilia part goes according to Hachamim. So which one is it? Amar Abaye, the Sefer Rabbanan, Reshana Mir Rabbanan, if the Sefer is Rabbanan, then it has to be, the entire thing has to be Rabbanan. Vireshah bim Chupi'or. And the Resha is talking about, uh, the again, a cloth shoe, but it's covered with uh, leather, and therefore it's called an al, it's called Shul Halitza. Amar Rava, okay. And if it's not covered by leather, it should be pasul. Why is it going into a regular clothes shoe? It should say, it should argue with that shoe itself. Meaning, and say, only if it's covered with or. It should talk like that. We have to go opposite way. It's all Rabbi Meir. But there's a difference between the amputated foot, the prosthetic foot, and the cloth, uh, the the cloth shoe. High megin vehai lo megin. The the prosthetic foot, it's hard, it protects. The cloth uh, shoe doesn't do anything, and therefore it's it's pasul halitza. Amar amemor haiman de halitz tarich lemit hasel lekara. A person who's uh, you know the yabam who's getting a halitza, um, he has to put his foot deep into the floor. Uh, this way, his uh, shoe fits uh, st- uh, sh- uh, very well. And if a guy is leaning, he's not he's not all the way into his foot. It doesn't make a difference how you're standing or sitting, as long as your foot is uh, is is pushed uh, deep into the into the floor. This way, uh, this way, the shoe is fitting well. And the Miri says, you don't have to have it, uh, you don't have to be like real extra pushing it, it just has to be fitting well.
And the Rishonim over here argued, is this din lechatchila or b'di'avad, it would be pasul. Meaning if his, his foot is not uh, pushed into the ground, and he, meaning he doesn't have his, the shoe fitted extra well, according to the Rishban, the Rosh, you know, it's a kosher, uh, it's a kosher halitza, not a problem. The idea is the Rosh explains is that uh, she should have a rough time doing the halitza, meaning because sometimes the shoe in Beitin is a little bit big on him, therefore she, she should show that it's actually on him. But then you have uh, you have the Ramban, Rishonim like the Ramban, who hold that if it's not tight on him, it's uh, completely pasul the halitza. Okay, the Amar Amimor, Amimor continues, Hayman de Masgiyah hatta de his foot is backwards. Um, it, it, he doesn't. I guess he doesn't have a straight uh, foot like we all do. It's 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 uh, backwards. Lo halitz. He can't uh, do the, the halitz. can't be done with him because his foot is not considered a foot. And it says me'al raglo, and he doesn't have a regal. So according to the, uh, according to that, if he doesn't have a regal, you have a rishonim like Tarosh again, who say that it's uh, the halitzas pasul diavad since he doesn't have a foot. Then you have other Rishonim like uh, the Tosafot over here, the Meiri, the Rabbeinu Hanan Elu, all hold that the problem is she can't, uh, he can't push his foot like strong because he doesn't have a foot. So uh, there is a chance that there is, uh, there can be a Bidi'avad Halitza. Amar Lerav Asher Amimor Vehatanya Semuchot Haraglaim. A person has uh, supporters. Uh, a person who's amputated foot he has supporters. Uh, if you take off the, those supports, uh, the halitza is kasher. My love, the halitz ba ihu. Aren't we talking about the person with the backwards foot, and he has those supporters, and and he uses it, and you could and you could do halitza. Lo the hevle leacher vechalitz. No, the the samuchot only work is if this amputated person gives it to someone else and someone else does a halitza that way but he himself can't do it can't do it since he doesn't have a foot uh, the, the bar uba and the bar kipof who have backwards foot they can't do a halitza according to amemor the mishnah said a person does a halitza the foot if the shoe is anywhere from the knee down, it halitzas kasher. Or minhi, we have a brayta like a masechet hagiga. Regalim, shalosh regalim. What's shalosh regalim? They talk about feet. You have to come up with your feet. Prat lebaalek kabin. People who come with prosthetic feet, they can't go up to harabait. And bottom line is, we see that if a person has an amputated foot, the, the just the the, the the thigh part is not considered your regal. So the question is. If you have uh, you have a shoe on your ankle, on your knee, why should it count? So the Gemara answers: Shani hachan the case of halitza dechtiv me'al raglo. Even though it doesn't count as a foot, but still it's considered me'al raglo from the top of his foot, and even the ankle, the knee area is considered me'al raglo. So if it's above the, uh, it's above your knee, you should also count. No, me'al agalo velo me'al de me'al. It says me'al agalo, but not uh, too high up. Amar of papa, shma mina hai istavira. You see from here that your ankle, ad ar'an nahit. It really counts as part of the ground. I mean, it goes all the way ground, and there's no other joint after it. The isal kad atach mifsak pasik. If you want to say that there, the ankle is not connected to, to, the, to the foot, have a le'ihu me'al veshokad me'al me'al. 
Otherwise, you'd have a problem because the ankle would be considered mi'al and then the, the, knee, the knee area would be considered mi'al and you wouldn't be able to use it. Even if you say that the ankle and the foot are two different, are separate. Anything that is on the same height level as the foot is considered like the foot. And since the, I guess since the ankle is considered is on the same height level, it, it's, uh, it counts the same as a foot. We said if anything from the above the knee is pasul. The placenta that comes from between her feet. Now, bottom line is you see that the baby comes out of the thigh area, not the feet area, but you see the thigh is considered uh, feet. So why is a thigh pasul uh, when it comes to halitza? Amar abaye, no. The lady pushes her feet into her thigh area. And she gives birth, and it looks like the baby's coming out of her feet. David Amelech came and saw Mephibosheth that he didn't do he didn't do his feet and he didn't do his beard. Now, what's his feet? Lishna Amealia. He was talking. He was talking clean language, but it meant that he was talking about when it said the Lasar Aglav. He was talking about the the, the, the pubic hair. He didn't come uh, clean. So you know, we're not saying that the thigh actually means uh, the same as the feet. Okay, He came to use the, the, the bathroom, and it says raglav, raglav, and but really the, the, it comes out of your thigh area, upper pelvis area. Again, lishna me'alia. It's a return use clean language. Okay, tashema ach mesichu raglav bahadar hamekera. Ehud said about Aglon that he is using the bathroom, but he said the Mesech Raglav. And sounds like the Yerech, the, the pelvis area, the thigh is, is like the Regal. Again, Lishnami Ali, or clean language. Okay, so now Agmar wants to bring another Pasuk, Ben Ragleha. That Sisera was with Ya'el and he was between her feet, but really it was between her thighs. Again, Lishnami Ali. Again, we're all using clean language. Sisera was with Ya'il seven times in Amar Ben Ragleha Kara' one, Nafal two, Shachav three. Again, Ben Ragleha Kara' one, Nafal two, Al-Bashir Kara' Sham, which is number six now, three, Nafal Shadud seven. But she enjoys the Avera. When she was with Sisera, she had at least a Hana'a, and uh, that's a problem. She did a mitzvah with an avera. Amar b'chanan mishum b'shimon ben Yochai. Call tovatan shel rishaim. All the good of rishaim ra'ahi el tzadikim. It's bad for tzadikim. Shneemar. What did it say by by Lavan? Hisham elachap pente daber miyakov mitov adra. Don't speak good. Don't speak bad. Now bishlamara lechaye. I understand not to say anything bad. El tov amaylo. Why not to say anything good? El shmami na tovatan shel rishaim ra'ahi el tzadikim. The, the the good of Rishaim is bad for the tzaddikim. Okay, Bishla Mahatan, I understand over there, Dilma Mitkal Shemad Avodat Kochavim. Maybe you'll say a name of Avodat Kochavim. Meaning, Lavan will say, you know, the name of that God or the name of that God. Elahacha, my Ra'aika. What's the Ra'a that Sisera did to Ya'el? Sagamah so explains, the Kashade Bazuhama, when he was with her, he threw into her this uh, impurity, this Tum'ah. When the Nahash was with Hava, he put inside of her a Tum'ah. 
Yisrael were on Har Sinai. That, that was the whole beauty of uh, because just the fact that we came to Har Sinai, the Tumah stopped. They were not by Har Sinai. Their Zuhamah then stopped. And it was that Zuhama that uh, Sisera put into Ya'el. If she used someone else's uh, shoe, I mean, he was wearing someone else's shoe, the Halitza works. It's Kasher. It says, It sounds like it says, Now she'll call Adam Minayin. If you borrowed the shoe and he wore it, I don't know it's kosher. It says, what's it gonna, his, they're going to call him Bet Halutz Hanal. Naal mikomakom, even if it's not his show. Imkein matamudloma naalo. Naalo haraulo. It has to be his size. Prat legadosh en yachola lochbo. If if it's too big of a shoe and it doesn't fit him, uh, he it's it's a shoe that size uh, thirteen and he's the size seven. Uh, you can't use it. Prat lekatan she no hofer of good one. If it's too small, it won't even cover most of his feet. It doesn't work either. Prat le sandal ha misuliam she en loakev. And again, it's a sandal with a, a misuliyama. Either it's a place or it's a, some sort of sandal that doesn't have a heel. Abaye hava ka'e kamed Rav Yosef. Abaye was standing in front of Rav Yosef. Atayye bama lachlots and yebama came to get a halitza. Amale. So Rav Yosef told Abaye, have le sandalach. Can you give the yabam your shoe? So you could, we, we could get the halitza done. Yehiv le sandalach. This man, so he gave him the left shoe. Now, and we all know that the halitza has to be with the right shoe. And again, he wanted to tell him that you're doing abdi'avad. He wanted to hint to him uh, in, in, in a funny way. So instead of, instead of giving him to the khathila, okay, you want to do things abdi'avad with the borrowing of a shoe here. Take my left shoe, which is also abdi'avad. Amar leh, so now of yourself says, Emar damura banan di'avad, khathila mi amar. I understand that the left shoe is, uh, is abdi'avad works. Well, khathila, should we do it? Also, the, the, also the borrowed shoe is also the avad. The never said it. This is what I said. Give it to him and let him buy it. Do some sort of kinyan. And the Rashban discuss what's the reason we need to do that kinyan. So Rashban says. Because when a shoe is his, it's probably his size, and then that fits perfectly, and you do the mitzvah l'chadchila. The Ridva says, no, uh, it has nothing to do with fitting, it just, we want the, we want the pasuk to go, we want, the, we want him to do the mitzvah as pshat in the pasuk, and if pshat in the pasuk is, uh, has to be his shoe, then we do his shoe. Sandal shil'etz, if he uses a sandal of wood, the halitza is kasher. Mantana, who's the tana who allows the halitza of a wood, with a wooden shoe? Ama shemuel rabbi meir hi ditnan. Hakite ayotze bekav shelo, diver rabbi meir. The prosthetic wooden shoe, rabbi meir, allows a person to go out, the amputated person to go on Shabbat without the rishut rabim. Rabbi yossi oser, to him it's not a shoe. And the same mahlokit would be when it comes to halitza, that Rabbi Meir it's considered a shoe, and you can do halitza. Rabbi Yossi says no. Mishnah saying that this uh, wooden sandal is, it was, it was covered with leather, and now even Rabbi Yossi would agree to it, and not a problem. So now the Gemara is going to go back to what we said in the Mishnah that uh, the the shoe has to be covering most of your foot. Amarav papi sandal hamusgar. 
you have a sandal that uh, has a tzara'at on it, but the first week we have to check to see if it's the right size, if it's growing. So we call we lock it down for a week, and during the, that week, uh, it's called muskar. A kohen comes back, and uh, next week, pasaha nega, it's spread out. So now he's going to consider it, uh, the shoe with tzara'at, tzara'at beged. And you have to burn the beged, and if it didn't grow, then... You keep it locked down another week, and then you check the back to see where it is the week later. So again, Amar Papim Shemedir Abbas Sandala Muskar. If it's this, it's Muskar. Lotach Lotzbo Veim Chalza Haditzata Keshera. It works even though it's about to be burned. It's still, but Sandal Mu Hamuchlat. You know it. That's it. It's, it's supposed to be burnt. And right before we took it to the barbecue to get to burn it, we said let's stop by the betin and use it for halitza. No, sandal muhlat halitza Why? Because since it's about to be burnt, it's as if it's already burnt, and there's no shiur over here, and it's like it didn't cover most of his foot. Rav Papa mishemid Rav Amar ahad sandal muskar vehad sandal muhlat lotach lotzbo lechatchivla. Don't use it. However, vim halza halitzata keshera, and the Rishonim try to understand why not lechat chila, and they say you might come to use avodah zara one. You, some say it's, uh, it's disgusting, it has tzarat on it, and uh, we go on. Metive baita musgar. You have a house that is muskar, which is it's in it's in within that week of the lockdown. Metame mitocho. It is metame if you touch uh, the inside of it. If you, I guess you stuck your hand inside. And you touch uh, and you touch the walls, you, you become tame. Muhlat mitocha If it's for sure tame, you didn't uh, break down the house yet. Even if I touch the house from the outside, I'm still uh, tame. both them. If you walk in, you become tame. I guess it's madarev. And if it's as if it's not, let's say you believe it's not even existent. It's muhlat. There is no house, right? Since it's uh, it's as if it's already burnt. Shani hatam because it says that you have to break down the house. Even when you're breaking, it, when it's uh, when it's a mitzvah to break it down, it's still called a house. Tashema matlit. A piece of cloth that has three shalosh al shalosh has three fingers by three fingers. Even if it doesn't have a shor kezayit, like it's a very, very thin baget, let's say. If it is tameh with a nega and it went into a house that is tahor, timatu. It metameh the entire house with oil, oil of venega. My love, muhlet, aren't we talking about a, a talit that's muhlat? And the fact that it's metameh the entire oil, it's uh, we see that it's as if it's there. No, no, we're not talking about um, the, the muhlat. We're talking about muzgar. So it's not meant to be burnt yet. So the Gemara says, "Ihachi emasef." Then look at the sefer. Im hayu ba kamazetim. If it was very thick and had uh, this three by three, it was very thick. Kvanchen ichnas mimena kezayit labayit tahor timatu. Once a little bit of it went inside the house, it metame the whole thing. Iamat bishlama muhletet. I understand you. Why no hanu did kash lemet? It's the same thing as a met. Why the same thing? If a little bit of a met walked into the house, same thing. Uh, the whole house tamei. Same thing with the uh, matlit. Ela i amart musgeret. But if you tell me this, uh, this, uh, this cloth is musgar. Amait kash lemet. Why are we comparing a tamet? And why is it metame bekezayit? 
nega that's musgar is not compared to met. Ella, the Gemara goes back on what it originally said, and we're saying that it, we, we, we're talking about a beged that's muhlat, which is like a met, and therefore it's metamebekezait. And the reason that you need a rov to walk in, even though it's like not, it doesn't have a shi'or, like, what do you do with that? Shaniatam, it's different. Meaning, even when it's burnt, it's called a beged. Okay, so and let's learn from okay, the beged that it's still considered a beged. Let's learn everywhere else that a beged, even though it's tame, even though it's supposed to be burnt, it's still considered a beged. It's still considered as if it exists. Nafkamina to over here the halitza, and we'll say that the shoe that is uh, uh, that is muhlat, we could still be used for halitza. The Gemara answer isur mitumah logamina. We don't compare halachot halachot. There's tumah, and then there's isur, which is the halitza. We don't uh, we don't compare apples to oranges. Amar Aba hilchetai had sandal hamusgar vehad sandal shemuhlat vehad sandal shalavet kochavim lo tachlots. You shouldn't use it lechatchila havim chatsa halitza ta kashera. Sheltikrovet avodat kochavim. If uh, they, you know, if they gave in front of it korban to avodat kochavim, veshel iron in dahat, which is supposed to be burnt, veshel zaken asui lichvodo. If they made it for tachrechin of a mate who is supposed to pass away, lo tachlots vim halza halitzata pesula. Over there, it doesn't even work. And we have to ask a second: what's the, what's the, why is sandal shel avodat kochavim? kosher for halitza. So Rashi explains that this uh, shoe for avodat kochavim is the shoe that they put on the avodat on the avodat kochavim on the avodat zara when they're moving it from one place to another. And I guess we're talking about avodat zara of a goy which can be nullified. A goy can be mevatel as avodat zara. And since he could nullify, it's not definitely like it as if it's burnt. He could be since he can nullify it. Therefore, it's still considered a shoe in a sense that you could do a halitza. Tosafot, however, argues, and he says, no, we're talking about after you nullified it, you already, what is it considered a shoe or do you have to burn it? He says, no, you don't have to burn it after the goy nullified his avodah zarah, and therefore you could use that shoe for uh, halitza purposes. However, if it's a shoe that uh, you gave as a korban, Right, that's uh, we saying shalti krovet avodat kochavim. Rashi says that they passed, they put it in front of uh, the avodah zara as a korban. Now, once something was given as a korban to avodat kochavim, it can it never has bitul. Now, a lot of rishonim don't like that perush that you give the shoe as a korban. Rather, they feel uh, you uh, shechted a uh, sheep or a cow in front of the avodah zara, and you use that the skin of that sheep or cow. And you made a shoe. That's called tikrovet avodat kochavim. Now, with the uh, with the zaken with tachrichin of the met, the question is: if you already designate something for someone who is going to pass away or someone who passed away, is it considered uh, theirs and you can't use it anymore, or could you still use it? So the Gemara now continues: Amar zaken Why is it that uh, the shoe that is used to, that was going to be used as tachrichin for an elderly person? Why is it pasul? They love It's not meant for walking. Well, then the the betin shoe that they use for halitza is also not meant for walking. But they have a special shoe. It's called the halitza boot, 
and it's not meant for anyone to walk, it's just meant for Halitza purposes. It's a shoe in a sense where anyone could wear it. If the Shalih Betin says, I have no shoe, can I borrow the shoe? He'll tell him, Yeah, go ahead, wear it. He's not going to be Makpid. Therefore, you could wear it, and since you, a person can wear it, then uh, you could use it as a halitza. But uh, it's meant for his uh, death purposes, no other reason, and therefore uh, you can't use it as a halitza. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.